Hi everyone, welcome to the Psalm 40 Project. I'm Jonah, and joining me today is Tina Rooks. Um, Tina, I honestly don't know very much about you, so I'm very excited to do this interview with you. Uh, many of you do know Tina in the church, and we will get to it, but I only sort of know you as the GEMS Club Coordinator. So I'm looking very forward to talking with you and learning a little bit more about your life. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump into something simple. Okay. Easy peasy, softball question. Where'd you grow up? Um, well, I'm not from Michigan. Okay, neither am I. <laughs> I'm originally from New Jersey. Okay. A very small community, New, New Jersey, it's in Sussex County and it's at the base of the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. So I know everybody thinks of Trenton, we're way far away from that. <laughs> really far. Way far. Um, grew up in a small church. Okay. Um, of 50 families, very conservative. Okay. And uh, from a family of 11 kids. Wait, 11 kids? 11 kids. Wow, okay. <laughs> Four boys and uh, seven girls. And you fall in? I know, everybody does that with big families. What's your number? I'm number seven. Okay. So I always tell my parents, you know, I'm the lucky one. <laughs> yes, you are the, yes. <laughs> lucky number seven. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Growing up a little bit, like I grew up with only one sibling. So what's what's that like growing up in a very large family? Well, we have our own baseball team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, and we did. We played that. Um, my mom was from a very large family, also. So when we had picnics and celebrations, there was always like thirty, forty, fifty people there. Wow. Okay. Um, and so yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Um, my dad built our dinner table uh -huh. um, because when you have to fit 13 people around it, yeah. they don't make tables no, that they large. Don't. Not even with leaves. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, it was um, always a big dinner time, um, and dinner was important, so it was breakfast and lunch. So, yeah, it was okay. a great time. Yeah. Uh, so, you said that you grew up in the church, so the church has been part of your life the entire, all your life? Yes. Um, my uh, mom immigrated from the Netherlands mm -hmm. when she was in her 20s, and dad was in New Jersey, and uh, they met and got married, and uh, yeah, I've always been in the church. Um, we were taught to be a part of the church, okay. to serve the church. Mm -hmm. Uh, twice on Sunday <laughs> and um, yeah I'm not that old but you know you, there's no bicycling and on Sundays and swimming so very conservative and, yeah yeah mm -hmm. okay uh, I, I can see a little bit of how that uh, lifestyle has been instilled in you right uh, up until this point because mm -hmm. uh, I do see you at church twice on Sunday yes uh, you some do. of you might see uh, Tina and Dean in the balcony on the Sunday morning. Yes. And mm -hmm. then about halfway up on the right side Sunday, <laughs> yeah. Sunday evenings. Well, yeah, it's, it seems like we have this pattern, but, yeah. but then at least everybody knows when we're absent, hey, where's, where are they? Yeah, and that's, I think that that's sort of a, that's, it can be a problem when mm -hmm. people are like very like stuck in like their seats and stuff mm -hmm. like that, just because, you know, I've heard stories of yeah. people being grumpy about other people's mm -hmm. in their seats, but it also is very nice to know when somebody's not there, right? Because then you get checked up on. Yeah, yeah. So, you find out where. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's fantastic. Um, I was just a little curious in as you're growing up, being in a you know a smaller church. How did God sort of shape you 
And I know that's probably a really big question, um, but how does God sort of shape you as you start growing up? Well, um, again, being of a big family, uh, you didn't, yeah, we didn't do a lot of the uh, sports and all of that kind of stuff because we were from a big family. And so most of our time was centered around church. So in okay. the summertime, it was vacation Bible study uh, school. Not that we, we did go to it all the time, mm -hmm. but then as we grew up, we were also helpers or teachers of it. Okay. Um, and the same way with Sunday school and um, dad was a catechism teacher. And uh, so, yeah, and we helped as a family. Oh, we were always working um, mm -hmm. because, you know, when you have that many people, unless you're self-made millionaire, mm. you know, we all had to uh, pitch in yeah. to make the family work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, and it was fun. We, um, church picnics were just a riot. Um, Mom and Dad, you know, when they would bring food in the crock pot, everybody wanted to, you know, help out. But, mm. um, yeah, they never told the people what they were truly eating. It could have been squirrel <laughs> or a rabbit, but yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And so this was just sort of your experience mm -hmm. for, you know, until you mm -hmm. graduated high school and then... Correct. Um, how I um, made Profession of Faith or got to that point in my life, yeah. uh, we were around the dinner table and I'm sure we were having conversations that dad was just like, okay, either we were bickering or we were laughing and joking too loud. And dad finally pulled us all together and said, okay, guys, you know, I hear what you're saying, but how many of you guys know what the first and uh, question of the catechism is? Oh, okay. And, you know, I'm 16 now, getting to the point of thinking that, um, yeah, I, I should be making profession of faith, and here I couldn't do it off. Uh -oh. And, you know, what does, um, here it is again, you know, what is your only comfort in life and in death? Mm. And um, he is my faithful Savior, Jesus yes. Christ. Um, and then when you said it, it's like, okay, is he? You know, and so that's when I went to our minister. And again, it's a small church and they always have different classes. Well, I must have missed the class, but when we made Profession of Faith, we had to memorize the whole catechism. Oh, yeah. Question and answer. Okay. Because when you were in front of the elders, there was three or four there and they could ask any of the questions. This sounds like my oral comps when I graduated <laughs> from seminary. Okay, so here you are. You you go through all these classes with the minister first, and then you have to recite off your answer to the question that they give you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, um, I was baptized on Mother's Day. I made profession of faith on Mother's Day for, you know, I didn't even realize it. And um, yeah, then uh, graduated from high school and came out to Michigan to go to Calvin College. Sort of just kind of moving us along, moving through college. Um, mm -hmm. When did you meet Dean? How did you guys decide that you were going to stay here, coming to LaGrave? <laughs> sort of just run us through that okay. timeline. Um, I came to Calvin. Um, Dean's a little older than me, so he had already graduated and, and was out east now okay. in uh, New Hampshire um, taking on his thing. He lived, grew up here. Okay. Um, and he was born in LaGrave. 
So gotcha. there was no choice on, right. on what church, and it didn't really matter. His dad um, uh, also was born here. Okay. So, and his grandfather is the first dean of Calvin College, and he was oh. born on his birthday, so that's why he's called Dean Rooks. So I've, now you have I've, a little history. I've learned so much. <laughs> but I was at Calvin, and then he was coming back, and at the time, you know, one of the things mom and dad instilled in us was, okay, you're going to college, you find a church, and you transfer your membership, everything. Oh, okay. So you had to watch your spiritual life and make sure that you were going to church. And I landed at Plymouth. Okay, yeah. CRC with Reverend Van Dyke. Mm. And um, there's a youth group there, and Dean had just come back this way, and his sister said, you know, you need to go to this youth group. And the first event was a swim thing at, um, I can't remember their names right now, part of Blodgett. And he saw me in the pool, and that's and he was with somebody else, and that's how we met. Okay. He looked me up at the next youth uh, meeting, came up behind me, and Dean's shy, okay, so. Um, I, I don't see that, but. <laughs> I, I he know, feels, maybe I he know. He feels comfortable in LaGrave, yeah. maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but he came up behind me, and my girlfriend had somehow set it up so that he could get cl even close to me, because I was trying to keep away, but anyway, <laughs> and came up behind me and said, my, you're the best dressed girl here. And I'm like, oh, what a line. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to skedaddle real fast. But, you know, the thing is, he still was in his jeans. I'm from a conservative church. You don't go to church in jeans. You go to church in a suit and tie. So those were some of the reasons, you know, you kind of. But, you know, we came together, and, yeah, here we are at LaGrave. Um, got married here. Had our children here, baptized here with Reverend Eppinga. So, wow. yeah, um, I've been here now for 39 years. Okay, that's amazing. Yep. It's, mm -hmm. uh, for myself, it's hard for me to imagine being in one place that long yeah. just because I've moved so much. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm only 29 and I've, you know, I've, I haven't stayed in one place for more than like seven years. So mm -hmm. it's, it's really, I think it's just fascinating to hear about how people are yeah. able to stay in one place uh, for that long. Mm -hmm. um, so let's get into GEMS. Mm -hmm. um, how did you start out there and, and also just go ahead and tell everybody how long you've been yeah. a part of GEMS? Um, well, GEMS uh, came about when Bob came here. Okay. And Bob's the one that uh, the girls group wasn't really existent really. Mm -hmm. They had the Boy Scouts and then later on they did Cub Scouts. Um, but so the GEMS Calvinettes at the time uh, was chosen to do, and that was in 87. Okay. Um, I didn't start in 87 yet um, because I had both Tina Marie and Dan and they were still young, and I just figured when Tina Marie was in first, second grade, that's when I would start and volunteer because we live about 23 miles away, so if you're yeah. gonna come down here and do something, then you might as well. And second grade is when she would start? When she Calvin would start. Mm -hmm. okay. And now it's first grade for GEMS, but it, at that time it was second okay. grade. So, yeah, and um, so that's when I volunteered. I had been involved in so many other programs, of course, before that. I was on choir when I started. There was the Friendship Club. There was the Thanksgiving dinners, the Thanksgiving baskets. Um, art committee, you know, just 
you, you do it all. You just get involved. And that's, and that's how you were raised. And that's get how involved. I was raised. But, you know, that's how you find out about the people, too. They, yes. You know, and how you care about them and how you love them. And, mm -hmm. yeah, and that's how, that's what church is all about, you yeah. know. And so um, I did, I volunteered, um, and I was a counselor uh, for GEMS in the first season was 8990. And I've been now a GEMS club coordinator uh, for about 20 years, 21. So I've, it's been a total of 29 seasons. Okay. So yeah, that I've been involved in GEMS and I just love it. Yeah. I just love it. I'm still 39. <laughs> so those years are catching up yes. <laughs> as everybody says, but that's what happens. The girls keep you young. Okay. And Oh, it's just so much fun. Can it, you, I mean, I don't know, I know about GEMS, but obviously I'm a boy and I don't get to participate. Uh, can you just tell us some of the things that makes GEM, why you love GEMS so much? Okay, um, well, GEMS is a way, again, it, like church, that you become a family. It's like a small family inside a the small very big family. family. And, oh, yes, and the girls, um, whether they come from our neighborhoods or they come with our girls in, they have so much to share and they're so full of life and so giggly. And um, it is, so a GEMS evening, you would come and then um, I open the meetings with, uh, what does the Lord require of you? And then they go right back, because that is our verse, to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. And that is what, Gems is based on. And that sort it's, of sets the tone. It sets the tone for girls to learn about their Heavenly Father right. and that Jesus is their Savior. Mm. And um, it's not school. Uh, this is a club. Yeah. And we come together, we sing together, we pray together, laugh together, cry together. We do overnighters. Um, yes, the girls have Bible study yeah. and they do crafts. I've seen a lot of the crafts. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure the custodians have seen sparkles all um. over and they just love us for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you touch so many lives and now even those little girls that I started with mm. are now moms. Yeah. And I get to see their little girls and they're coming now. And, and you can look at them and you say, oh yeah. We know about you. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we were over at um, the SDA church mm. for when this section was being um, built and um, loved to play sardines and overnighters because we had overnighters here at church. Okay. Girls would all stay here and we'd play sardines or um, Judy always had this thing about on Halloween to set up this thing in the kitchen and the girls would have to put their hands in. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was really spaghetti, but she would say it's worms. Oh yeah, when, when the she whole, start oh, playing with their mind. Oh yeah, goes. and the grapes were the eyes and they're just, again, just laughing and giggling. And it's just fun because they can see that, yes, our faith is serious, mm. but you know, as I found with um, God giving me Dean, he has a sense of humor <laughs> and he does have a sense of humor and he loves to play with his little girls and um, wants them to know him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, I, I really love that you come from a, a large family and then have helped create a family, not only for yourself, right. but for 
all the girls in all the seasons, mm -hmm. whether they're the GEMS participants or your counselors, because I know that you, ha you have a pretty good relationship with your counselors yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. um, it just, and that's, I've, I've heard this over and over again, and that's one of the reasons why we do Psalm 40, mm -hmm. is that people feel disconnected from the mm -hmm. church well get involved <laughs> yeah that's true and they do and and i need counselors now yes. so they can get involved we'll take them in small pitch <laughs> yeah small pitch but yeah um it is not just the girls that come it is also the counselors and as the gems even when we go to conferences it's a sisterhood yeah across the world and once a month um and not all the churches do it but once a month I have a meeting with just the counselors okay. and um, I make dinner for them. They come down, we have dinner because that's what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. He said, I wanna come to you and I wanna have dinner with you. So um, it's let's have dinner and yeah. let Jesus come to our table. And then we discuss gems and we plan gems and we also pray with each other and we share with each other what um, is going on in our lives. A lot of people don't realize um, the year that my parents died in 2016, in the very beginning, the end of that year was a starting of a full year of every counselor losing either a sibling or a parent. Yeah. And, and so it was a whole year and, and we were there to be able to be lift each another. other up and, and, and be, uh, yeah. And we are sisters. We we can bicker, we can fight, you know, and, and and we can tease each other, and we do secret pen pals. And this program wouldn't happen without these counselors. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, they are so supportive, and um, all the counselors, probably in the years, if I added up everybody's years, were close to 250 years of experience wow. in this church because they're so the church is so supportive. Yeah. I mean, to let us have a gem Sunday mm -hmm. where we can come in and we can sing and we can praise and worship with them. Yeah. Um and we're just yeah. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun. This church is amazing. <laughs> I just I love I can I don't know if you guys can see it, but I can I can tell by just talking to you mm -hmm. how passionate how much you do love this this mm -hmm. group here at this mm -hmm. church mm -hmm. and it's just a beautiful thing yeah um so tina i'm sure this won't be the last time we talk to you on the psalm 40 project no there are definitely other areas we can talk about down the road um, but is there anything else that we may not have touched on when it comes to gems or maybe something you wanted to share about your own life that maybe i, I didn't ask the right question for <laughs> oh there's so much to tell of you course. know um, like i said this will probably won't be the last time because I, yeah. I there are other areas and uh, conversations we want to have with people mm -hmm. that i think that you would definitely be a part of as well yeah so. and 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 the thing is you know when you say you know how did your faith come and yeah we started in church but you know what our faith grows throughout our years this and um you know with marriage with kids with just your work that you do mm -hmm. um god shows himself in so many ways and says you know just stick with me okay yeah. and and when we kind of you know go off the then he's like come on back <laughs> you know so yeah and that's what we want to show the girls too yeah we all make mistakes mm. and we all sometimes just don't um you know, do what we're supposed to do at the time. But God always has a way of saying, 
okay, come back into my fold, you know, with our kids too. It's just yeah. like, and these lessons help mold us mm -hmm. to be a better Christian. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, folks, you have seen and heard Tina's passion for her kids. Yeah. You've seen a little bit about what the program's about. So if you want your daughters involved in something like yeah, this. Yeah, come, we're, we're here. They're my daughters <laughs> when they come to me. <laughs> and if you are looking for a place to kind of grow in mm -hmm. community and find a sisterhood, yeah. uh, this would be a really good opportunity for yeah. you. Again, small pitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tina, thank you so much yeah, for your thank time. Thank you and, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, it's been a blast. Mm -hmm. uh, so folks, um, we'll be continuing this. And uh, th Tina, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you.